0: Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. My friends, nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. Unprocessed chocolate, called cacao, is rich in theobromides and PEAs, which are neuroactive alkaloids that boost the neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins in your brain, which make you feel alive and well. In addition, cacao is rich in polyphenols, including EGCG. In fact, it's more potent than green tea in that powerful polyphenolic antioxidant. And that improves the inflammatory process. It helps induce autophagy where your body literally starts to heal and repair itself. And also that protects you from oxidative stress. Now, my favorite brand of cacao powder is Cacao Bliss, which starts with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, which allows them to maintain the integrity of their powerful health benefits. Then they take the cacao and they blend it with turmeric, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory herbs. They use MCT oil, which help turn into ketones quickly in your system. They use coconut, they use Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper, and they sweeten it with monk fruit for the perfect blend that tastes fantastic and helps balance and stabilize your blood sugar. Now, these ingredients, they enhance your mood, your memory, and your mindset, and they really help you experience pure bliss when you consume them, and that's why they call it cacao bliss. So if you're a chocolate lover, a superfood enthusiast like me, or someone who wants to experience life at a higher level, I invite you to try them out. You can get cacao bliss at this website, earthecofoods.com forward slash David Jockers. That's Earth echo or E-C-H-O foods.com forward slash David Jockers and use the coupon code, just my first name, David, to get 15% off of your order. Cacao Bliss is a low carb, gluten free, GMO free, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly superfood powder that you can put in protein shakes. You can throw it in some almond milk, coconut milk. You can replace your coffee with it if you like. You can put it in different baked goods. A lot of people will use it to make different chocolate fat bombs, chocolate muffins, chocolate protein shakes. So try it out today. Again, earthecofoods.com forward slash David Jockers and use the coupon code David to save 15% off today. So this interview is a part of a series I did called the Fasting Transformation Summit. And in this summit, I interviewed the top experts in the world when it comes to intermittent and extended fasting and autophagy and self-healing. Now, these interviews were originally done in 2019, but the information is extremely relevant today. And this expert, as you will see, really has a great knowledge of this topic and will give you guys so much value. Now, if you wouldn't mind just taking a moment and leaving us a five-star review. Your reviews help us reach more people and impact more lives with this podcast. And take a moment and subscribe to our channel. That way you get instant notification every time we put up a new podcast. Thanks so much for doing that, and I'm honored to share this information with you guys. Welcome, everybody, to the Fasting Transformation Summit where we are uncovering the most ancient, inexpensive, and powerful healing strategy known to mankind. We're talking about fasting. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and in today's interview, we're gonna really talk about stress, stress's impact on our health, and how fasting can help our body basically develop resilience here, the ability to adapt to stressors in our life, the ability to blunt the negative effects of stress, We're also going to talk about other strategies beyond fasting that can really help your body deal with stress. I think all of us can relate with the impact of stress. And so today's interview is going to really help your body or basically just help you with strategies and how to use fasting to help overcome the detrimental effects of stress. And so in order to go through that in detail, I brought on America's top stress expert, my good friend, Dr. Pete Sulak. And Dr. Pete, basically built one of the, the largest natural health clinics, Exodus Chiropractic, in Knoxville, Tennessee. People travel from all over the world to see him, to be adjusted chiropractically, to, uh, to get valuable health information from him. And he also developed a company called StressRx, which is basically a supplement with adaptogens. And we'll talk about that. Um, that really helps your body adapt to stress more effectively and so he also has Matthew 10 Ministries as well, which is just an amazing um, nonprofit organization that's a global outreach. It cares for orphans, widows, and the poor in India and other parts of the world. So Dr. Pete's uh, been a mentor to me, uh, and particularly when it comes to just my own spiritual life and my spiritual growth. And so it's an honor for me to have Dr. Pete on our Fasting Transformation Summit. So welcome to the summit, Dr. Pete.
1: Hey, Doc, it's an honor to be with you as always.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and so let's go through your story and how you really got into becoming a doctor and and working with people all around the world.
1: You know, it's one of those things, it's everything in my life that's good is in spite of me, not because of me. And when it comes to chiropractic, God's been very gracious to us. I love what I do. In 17 years of practice, by the grace of God, we've seen over a million patient visits that come from all over the world right now. But I love what I do now more than ever before. I love serving patients. But when it comes to the whole nutrition side, when it comes to some of these things that we can do, these intangibles, I was very clueless. Even just a few years ago, having one of the largest clinics in the world, serving people when it came to nutrition, I didn't have a clue. I remember my wife would go out of town and I would go to Little Joe's Pizza. I'd get a large pepperoni and green olive for dinner. I'd have half that night, half the next morning for breakfast. I thought pizza was the perfect food. But I've come to realize that's not the case and I've gone on real a transformation for myself simply because I felt the Lord said, son, do not become a blockbuster in the Netflix world. We all know Blockbuster mm-hmm. was on every corner across America. Netflix came. And actually, the story goes that Netflix offered Blockbuster the opportunity to buy their company. And the owner of Blockbuster said, no, we're the man. We don't need Netflix. And now Netflix is everywhere. Blockbuster exists not And the Lord kind of spoke that to me and said, son, I want you to remain teachable. And it was even more of a fact that I want you to finish the race. And I see so many people in my life that they have a heart for God. They have a heart for serving people, but they don't have the health that will sustain them. And so I really went on a journey, Dr. Jockers, to empower myself to really figure out this thing called health more than just seeing patients each and every day, how I can help them really in their whole life, in their whole health, really begin to get on the road to help, but I had to start with me. And so it's been a journey. It's not something that's been easy for me and my family, but I'll tell you what, the, the dividends have been paid off hugely in our life. We're very, very thankful.
0: Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And you know, it really takes a humble mentality to do that because as doctors, uh, you know, most doctors are high performers and so we kind of have this know-it-all mask that we put on. It's like, okay, I. I know everything. So, uh, you know, I don't need to continue to learn, but uh, you, you have a real humble spirit uh, and just a quench for learning. And so obviously as you dove into the underlying root cause of chronic disease and why people are suffering in our society today, you uncovered that stress is really the root cause. And so let's talk about stress, what it is, how it impacts our physiology.
1: You know, stress is one of those inevitable things of life. Stress is going to affect us every day. If you want to talk about a guarantee, it's the fact that We are going to face stress each and every day of our lives. But I think we have to clarify that as well, because a lot of people, if I ask you, do you have stress, and things are going well in their time at the moment, they say, no, Dr. Pete, I don't have much stress. I ask another person, do you have stress? He said, Lord, have mercy. I have a lot of stress. And stress is just more than drama. I remember when President Trump was elected president a few years ago, the Friday morning after the election, People Magazine called me for the first time, and So did red book and the new york times and the washington post they all wanted to know how to deal with the stress of our new president but stress is more than just drama stress is physical okay car accidents falls whiplash injuries sitting at a desk all day a sedentary lifestyle physical stress stress is also emotional life relationships abuse trauma stress is also chemical the foods that we eat the air that we breathe i think a lot would know that asbestos is a chemical stress and Um, We have sugar and aspartame and high fructose corn syrup, but gluten is a chemical stress. And so is a protein, a lot of dairy, you know, beta casein A1 that you talked about in the past is a chemical stress. And the fact of the matter is, we're gonna face stress every day of our life. And so health is really not about eliminating stress. Can we minimize it? Absolutely. But health is creating resiliency to the stressors of life and allowing the body to adapt and recover to stress effectively.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about stress resiliency. Cause I love that term. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of just saying, Hey, I want my body to become stronger. I, I tell my clients all the time, don't wait for life to get easier. Maybe it will for a few months or, you know, here and there, but instead work on getting better, work on strengthening your body and your resiliency. So let's talk about what that is and things people can do to help build resiliency.
1: You know, when it comes to stress as well, you know, stress is the body's internal mechanism to deal with this external world. And stress is anything that brings the body away from equilibrium and balance, so away from a place called homeostasis. So resiliency becomes my body's ability to leave homeostasis and adapt to the stressors of life and then recover from it. Well, there's two, two kind of scenarios. One, my body adapts and it takes a long time to recover. And another is my body adapts and doesn't recover. OK, medicine calls it HPA axis dysfunction. Simply the body went into a fight or flight response and didn't recover. And that's a very dangerous place to be. And in fact, if you begin to look into medical studies and medical literature of the top 70 diseases on the planet, they can be rooted back in what's called HPA axis dysfunction. Simply the body went into a fight or flight response and never got out of it. So the body got stuck in a fight or flight response. It's like going to the zoo and a tiger gets out. Well, that's the epitome of a stressful situation. So my body adapts physiologically, which is a good thing. My heart rate goes up. My blood pressure goes up. But if it doesn't, if we don't cage that tiger, okay, we never allow the body to get back. But there's a lot of people in life, they have so much stress in their life that their body is adapting and not recovering. That's a scary place to be. And so we want to make sure that the body is always in a position to adapt effectively and recover from it be like the zebra. You know, the zebras are the one species that are always on the run. Talk about a stressful life, try to be a zebra. They always have a predator chasing after them. But what the book, Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, has kind of come to, to bring to light is that when they study the physiology of the zebra, when a zebra gets away from the predator, whether the lion or the tiger, within 30 seconds, the body restores itself to homeostasis and rats. So zebras can't get ulcers, why? Because they're so resilient. Their body has an ability to adapt and recover very, very effectively. And health is based on resiliency. A lot, a lot of people are assuming that germs make you sick, for instance. Well, if that was ultimately the case, we'd all be dead. The truth of the matter is germs make a weak host sick, and by this, no longer resilient. So if the flu comes into our household, it's not even when our household gets the flu. Well, who gets the flu? Those are no longer resilient. So health is based on my body's ability to deal with life, the stressors of life, and recover from it. And the more my body's able to do that effectively, the more resilient the body becomes.
0: Yeah, powerful for sure. I read that book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. And you're right. It's like they have this fight or flight response. They react, they survive. But then you know, very shortly after that, they're in a more relaxed state, right? So the parasympathetic nervous system turns on and their body's able to recover effectively from that. Whereas in our society... You know, we get rejected by something. You know, we have some sort of emotional stress, and it's like we're dwelling on that for, for days on end, oftentimes, right? Sometimes for months and years on end. And so, let's talk about some strategies that uh, that you recommend for people when it comes to building stress resiliency. Absolutely. You know, one of the things
1: you have to understand is that if the body ever gets stuck in a stress response, first of all, in that HPA axis dysfunction. Studies will now show that there's three main ways to get the body back to homeostasis and equilibrium to really restore that resiliency. Number one is our attitude. In fact, I've seen it said that negative thoughts put our body a further stress response, but positive thoughts restore the body to homeostasis and rest. Okay. Number two are what are called adaptogenic herbs. and We know that adaptogens are unique because they affect the HPA axis in the body to help the body restore itself to homeostasis. They act like a thermostat in the body. So caffeine's a stimulant with uppers and downers. But the uniqueness about adaptogens, is they do both. They're there to restore homeostasis. to will bring you up or bring you down. The third way is what is movement. You know, they talk about proprioception. Okay? If the body goes into a stress response and gets stuck there, movement is one of the greatest ways to help restore homeostasis and rest. And so if I can incorporate a good positive mental attitude, incorporate adaptogenic herbs, if I incorporate movement into my life, those are great ways to reinforce my body's ability to always get back to homeostasis. And then there's ways that we call purposeful stress. Purposeful stress are things that allow me to to strengthen this pathway, my body's ability to adapt and recover. Fasting is one of those things that, does it cause stress in the body? Yes, but it's purposeful. It's a good beneficial stress. To help increase the body's resiliency to deal with life effectively.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's kind of the theory of hormesis, where actually being exposed to mild stressors and allowing our body to come out of homeostasis, but then readapt builds that resiliency muscle. And I always tell people fasting is like a muscle. So, you know, if you were to go to the gym and start training in the beginning, you know, you would be really sore, you'd feel weak, you'd feel tired. um, but you know, over time, obviously, as you continue to adapt and recover from that, you get better, more effective with it. Kind of same with fasting. I know the Bible talks a lot about fasting and prayer as, uh, you know, those powerful forms of healing. And so why would that be? How does that impact our stress response and our, our, our body's ability to build resiliency and heal?
1: You know, one of the things, Dr. Jockers, in Matthew 17, there's a great picture of prayer and fasting. The disciples are up on the mountain and a gentleman comes with this young boy and this boy has epilepsy and he's being thrown in and out of the fire and he brings his boy up to the disciples who have been with Jesus now for the last three and a half years and says, Hey, can you heal my boy? And they pray for him and he and the boy's not healed. And so the man comes off the mountain and he comes up to Jesus and says, Hey, your disciples prayed for this boy, nothing you know, my boy, but nothing happened and Jesus responds, oh, faithless and perverse generation, he's not speaking to the men, he's actually speaking to his disciples. He said certain ones only come out through prayer and fasting. Well, he wasn't even talking about epilepsy as this hierarchy, like a more difficult disease, but he says mindsets contrary to truth only come out through prayer and fasting. And prayer and fasting, especially in our spiritual walk, is a great way to get our perspective back, to prepare the wineskin that can handle what God wants to do in our life and Prayer and fasting is a discipline that I incorporate on a daily basis, making sure every single day that I live according to the right perspective. So often in this world, this world gets up in our face, okay? It drowns out the reality of who I now am as a child of God, and I lose perspective. And one of the greatest ways to lose perspective is I go back to being self-centered, living for me. And the reality is my only enemy in this life, and my only problem is me living for me. So prayer and fasting is a great way to get my perspective right, die to myself, die daily, and, and really remove some of those mindsets in my life that are contrary to truth.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think just in general, kind of that, that selfish element of us, our flesh, is all about consumption. It's about getting for itself, right? And, and fasting, from a physical perspective, you're denying that, right? And in prayer, like you talked about, you're changing perspective, you're, you're realizing that you're just a small speck on this planet and that really God's to control your life and so um so i love what you had to say about that now let's talk about intermittent fasting because i know this is something you practice on a regular basis and let's talk about the impact that that has on our physiology in particular our body's ability to adapt to stress
1: you know intermittent fasting dr jock is something that i really began to incorporate in my life when when the lord began to say hey son If you don't take control of your health, you're not going to finish the race. It's not how I start the race. It's how I finish the race. I remember before I did intermittent fasting, I'd come see my patients. I'd be very, you know, very present time conscious, so to speak, with my patients in the morning. Then you go have this lunch at noon and you come back and you feel groggy, so to speak. And now I don't have that at all. Monday through Thursday when I'm seeing patients, I practice intermittent fasting. I use a supercharged coffee, okay? So good, healthy fats. I get good calories with good antioxidants and everything in the morning with good, a lot of water. And then I eat at night. And so I kind of rest my digestive system. But more than that, I have clarity throughout the day. I never am tired. And one of the biggest reasons is because I want to give my patients the best meat. And intermittent fasting is one of those things that rests my digestive system. It's that hermesis theory. It puts the body into stress, but it makes my body more resilient. So I can really consume energy, have a clarity of thought, and really serve my patients as effectively as possible.
0: I just wanted to take a moment and tell you guys about Paleo Valley and their Apple Cider Vinegar Complex. This is a phenomenal product to help improve your digestion, your blood sugar stability, and your energy levels. Most people are dealing with blood sugar imbalances, and that can lead you to have a crash in the afternoon where you need a nap. It can also lead to unwanted weight gain, to inflammation affecting your joints, your skin, and all different parts of your body. Well, you know what? Apple cider vinegar is one of the best things for helping improve your blood sugar stability. You simply take it with meals and it helps reduce the glycemic impact of the food that you're consuming. And that's going to help your body to burn fat for fuel. It's going to reduce overall levels of insulin. And insulin is your pro-inflammatory fat storage hormone. We want to get insulin under control. You know what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex that Paleo Valley made is they have a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, which is equivalent to one and a half tablespoons. That is really the clinical dose to get the best results. On top of that, they combined it with 300 milligrams of turmeric, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory herb, 300 milligrams of ginger. These are warming herbs that support good digestion, good stomach acid production. They also help to reduce inflammation in the gut and throughout the body. And they have 150 milligrams of cinnamon, which is one of the best herbs for improving insulin sensitivity and blood sugar stability. And they added in 50 milligrams of lemon into the apple cider vinegar complex to support bile flow and pancreatic enzymes. So you can really optimize your digestion and your nutrient absorption. All these ingredients are organic. So you can rest assured you're getting the highest quality product. So if you want to check out the apple cider vinegar complex, go to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS to save 15% off today. Yeah, it's profound the impact it can have on your mental clarity because your body starts to develop, you start to produce these ketones and those ketones basically help stimulate different nerve growth factors in your brain, help link deep, uh, deep thoughts. In fact, you know one, one of the benefits is, uh, is increased amount of gaps between the neurons in the brain the synapses. and synapses. When they studied Einstein's brain, they thought he might have more neurons, right? We actually have the same amount of neurons uh, as anybody else who had you know the same volume of brain, but he had twice as many synapses, these little gaps between the nerve cells. And so these gaps allow us to have this incredible flexibility of thought, uh, adapt to stress more effectively mentally and emotionally. And so fasting is one of the best ways to impact that in our brain. So um, so absolutely, you're feeling the effects of that. And that keeps you focused too, right? So you're seeing all these patients coming from all around the world. Um, you know, obviously, you see thousands of patients. And so you're just able to fully focus on giving the best possible care because you're not, you know, eating. And obviously when we eat, we, um, we start to, to, to draw blood into our digestive system and away from our brain and uh, kind of cloud our thought. So
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we're getting good calories. You know, a lot of times yeah. as a father of four boys, you know, being ignorant to some of the different nuances of what health really was for a long time. We just wanted to give our kids bunches of calories when they went to school so they didn't come home full. But we weren't giving them those micronutrients. We weren't giving them that clean fuel, yeah. you know. And we know that the, the mitochondria takes the fuel and the calories that we consume and the byproducts free radicals. It's that it kind of I put fuel in my engine, but it's, and I get to where I want to go, but it's at the effect of lots of corrosion. It's like I go to Kroger's, I put gas in my tank, but it's a dirty fuel. Mm. Well, now all of a sudden I'm incorporating a good clean fuel. So that the body can use that, not only I going to get to where I want to go, not only do I have the energy, but I don't have all the, the nasty byproducts that it used to have from all these foods that I was consuming that were, you know, that were increasing blood sugar and everything else. And now I just feel so much better. It's a clean fuel that I'm consuming so I can be more effective in serving the patients that are before me each and every day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk about extended fasting, because I know you've done this as well before. And so how does extended fasting impact us? And let's talk about some of the reasons why you fasted in the past.
1: You know, one of the things, too, is I'm going to be honest with you, Doc. When I was in chiropractic school, a lot of people talked about fasting, and it was like a way that I I can almost make myself better. And it seemed very legalistic, excuse me. And uh, at the end of the day, my wife was saying, Hey, if that's what fasting is, man, you're grouchy and you're ordinary, and that, that's not what it was. <laughs> but, but when I really began to pursue the things of God and begin to go on fast, begin to fast simply so I could gain the right perspective, it was no longer legalistic. And I felt like the Lord said, Son, there's grace in fasting. And so, whether it's one meal or whether it's 21 days or whether it's 40 days, you know, it's a matter of I want to become intimate with you. And I want you to begin to see clearly. And I just want you to know, if you're someone that's never fasted before, hey, there's grace for you. And God just desires your heart. And it's a great way for me that I can say, Lord, I'm going to surrender myself. I'm going to give myself to you. Not only does it have great health benefits, but it's also great to make sure that my perspective is always white. It's a death to myself each and every day. It's preparing of the wineskins so that God can have complete freedom in my life. You know, Daniel in the Bible went on 21 day. We call it the Daniel fast. We we know that Jesus went on a 40-day fast. Moses went on a 40-day fast. Even when you look at Socrates, when you look at Plato, when you look at Da Vinci, they all went on fast with such benefits of fasting. But for me, it's just to increase the sensitivity that I have with the Lord and the voice of God each and every day of my life.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know I recently did a five day fast. And actually the first two days were because I was really, really sick. I actually had had stomach flu. Um, And so it was like, I couldn't get anything down. Um, I didn't even think about food. And then as you know, day three and day four, I just all of a sudden felt absolutely incredible. Just mentally clear, relaxed. Um, It was like life changing. And that had a lot to do with basically these ketones in the brain impacting my brain. Um, and again, just kind of the, you know, the denial of self, right? The denial of flesh and the, den- the denial of this constant need to consume, which I think is really kind of that fleshy element of our body. Um, and it takes you out of kind of this survival, I've got to, I've got to eat and consume to survive and more into this, this uh, being of just existing, right? This this period of time where you're just existing and experiencing, right? Life rather than focusing on consuming. That's been that's been my experience. Um, and so let's talk about some things that can help somebody adapt to fasting more effectively. Because like you were talking about, especially when somebody's not used to it. Anytime you change you make a major change in your diet, your nutrition habits, whether it's dropping carbs quickly, or if you're on a very low carb diet, you increase a whole lot of carbs, you know, any any for a change like that, or just not eating like fasting, um, it's a stressor on the body, right? Body's got to kind of re-regulate itself, create new enzymes, create, you know, new compounds and so It's going to be a stressor. So what, what kinds of things help us adapt more effectively when we start to fast?
1: I think, too, just understanding that there's grace for you. You know, as we begin to fast, you know, start slowly. And um, wherever you feel peace with, that's okay. You know, a lot of times I know a bunch of individuals that are saying, well, I'm going to go on a 21-day fast. They've never fasted before. And I just said, hey, let's start slowly. Just so that, you know, condemnation and judgment and shame and all these things begin to try to make their way into our life. And and that's not the Lord, and that's, that's the enemy. And so just know that, hey, let's start slow. And then let's prepare ourselves in advance. One of the things that you've taught me even in the past is your gut health and how imperative it is to have a good gut when we begin to fast and we begin to detoxify the body and even detoxifying ourselves from some of these mindsets contrary to truth. And so making sure that you continue to stimulate and have good gut health, making sure that you're drinking a lot of water, that you're getting good proper rest, that you're spending some time, that you're getting out and uh, earthing and some of these things that you talk about just so that you can have some some time to really handle, really, as you begin this journey to get healthy and stay healthy. And so for me, I know I needed grace. You know, when my wife started fasting, it's like, you know, there has to be grace there. And God desires just our hearts. And so often we feel like we're failing God if we break a fast and that's not the heart of God. God just said, hey, I love it when you give me anything. And so just be encouraged as you begin this journey just to offer the Lord anything that you have and just rest in the fact that he's very well pleased.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I mean, fasting really isn't about performance, right? So, which is how we're so wired. Again, that's something from the flesh. It's just, we've got to be able to perform. I've got to be able to do this five day water fast or whatever it is, but you don't, you're right. Like you said, Right? So just really, I just tell people, try to listen, listen into your body right now. Things that can help, you know, stuff like you talked about, like for me, Getting out in the sun, getting grounded, where I get my bare feet on grass, dirt, sand, like even just before this interview, and I do this several times throughout the day when I'm working from home, I take a barefoot walk around my neighborhood. So I just, you know, basically took a, a quick jog, 10 minute jog around my neighborhood because I'm sitting a lot. And I want to just get up and get my body moving. You were talking about how that can help impact stress. It's sunny out today, so i I love getting in the sun, getting really high quality sun exposure, getting my body grounded around the the free electrons from the ground coming in, which help my body adapt to stress more effectively. I drink a lot of water, so water can be one of your best friends when you're starting to fast, because you'll naturally kind of feel your. There's a hor- hunger hormone called ghrelin that will come out when you have nothing in your stomach, and that ghrelin's going to tell you, "I'm hungry." In fact, you may even feel your stomach growling. Right, <laughs> that's your that's your ghrelin causing you to growl, and so. When you drink water, you start getting some, obviously something in your stomach and that will suppress ghrelin. You actually feel like you have more energy because we're really hydroelectric beings, meaning that we're gonna produce energy through water and electrolytes. We actually don't eat for energy, we eat for adaptation and recovery. So we have the building blocks to recover from, you know, obviously the, the daily stress. We drink and take in electrolytes, like a little bit of salt, for for energy. You can get tons and tons of energy and mental clarity by staying well hydrated and using electrolytes. And so That's what I always tell people is, if you feel hungry, try drinking eight ounces of water, maybe even taking a little bit of salt, putting on your tongue, just a a, a pinch, and then give yourself 10, 15 minutes and see if you're still hungry. If you're still hungry, feel like you need to break the fast, go ahead and break it. But go with water first and see, and what most people tell me is that 90% of the time, Okay, it actually blunts that feeling of hunger, I actually feel a lot better and have more energy and they're able to go longer. And so it's just a simple, easy strategy. And you know, just like you, I'm a huge fan of adaptogens, right? And so you were talking about how they help us adapt to stress. So what are some of your favorite adaptogens that can help somebody deal with whatever stressors they're dealing with, as well as utilizing them on a fast because you know these are herbs and they don't have calories, you're not consuming calories when you consume them, so it's not actually breaking a fast but it's giving you compounds that can help your body build resiliency and adapt more effectively so you can have a better experience. Fast.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things, too, that obviously I'm a big advocate of adaptogens and powering your life with adaptogens. That's why we created Stress StressRx to kind of create that resiliency. You know, ashwagandha is one of those things that's great with reducing cortisol. It's great with balancing hormones. It's great helping restore homeostasis in the body. I love cordyceps, which is a powerful way to boost the immune system, okay? I also love rhodiola, which is a great way for recovery, for athletic endurance, for athletic recovery, for muscle recovery. They're powerful adaptogens. You know, there's adaptogens that you talk about all the time as well, like holy basil and others that are just great for helping us increase the resiliency of our lives to the stressors of life. Stress is inevitable, like we've mentioned, but it's creating resiliency in the face of stress, so, we can really face this life and manage stress rather than stress managing us. Especially when you're breaking a fast or in the midst of that fast, adaptogens are so powerful in helping you really begin to sustain your energy levels, sustain your body's ability to adapt and cope the way it's supposed to, and really thrive in the midst of that fast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And with one of the great benefits of fasting, you get this process of autophagy, which many of our speakers have talked about, where your body, in a sense, self-eats. It breaks down old, decaying cells and helps use those raw materials to help regenerate new cells. And studies have shown actually that these adaptogens actually help assist with that. So they can actually help the body to get better benefits of autophagy while you're fasting. So, uh, so great, great strategy to use. I mean, you got a product called Stress RX. Um, which is a fantastic product. It uses ashwagandha, rhodiola, cordyceps. These these again, adaptogens to help your body adapt to stress. So really good stuff. Um, you know, one other thing I just wanted to mention too, uh, especially if you're somebody that it's like, and this is most of us, I would say, fasting can be daunting because one of the great pleasures, one of the great joys that we experience in life is like, Having dinner, you know, or having lunch or whatever it is, and if you're trying to do an extended fast or even at times intermittent fasting, like if you're trying to miss dinner or miss breakfast, which you absolutely look forward to that meal every day, um, really changing your perspective. Try to find something else you can look forward to, whether it's like a walk. Okay, especially and especially for extended fasting, I'll tell people. Since you're not spending money on food while you're doing your extended fast, take that money and get a massage, right? Get a massage every day or get a massage every other day. So you've got kind of this thing that you can look forward to that's actually going to assist your fast, help you actually adapt to stress more effectively, help uh, benefit your body. Um, and it feels good, right? Which doesn't hurt. So, um, so that's another strategy I just want to leave the listeners with. And Dr. Pete, any, any final words of inspiration for the people that are out there? And uh, tell us about basically where, where, where more people can find out more about you and, and the products you're creating and, and as well as your clinic.
1: No, absolutely. And you know, it's one of the things I tell my patients, no matter where they find themselves in this health journey. If we can simply turn the ship around, I'd rather find you on death's door and get the ship turned around and gain momentum than from looking at health from the wrong perspective. And too often, people assume if they feel good, they're healthy, if it's not broke, don't fix it, and they're going in the wrong direction. And so we get so many patients like you do that come from all over the world, they have a death sentence on their life, and the, the, the greatest joy that I have is giving people hope, that there's hope, that there's a confident expectation that no matter what you've been dealt with, There is hope for you to get better. And that's one of the greatest privileges that we have. You know, we create a company called StressRx. It's stressrx.com. It's the proceeds go to our humanitarian work around the world, really earning our right to share the good news of Christ around the world. And then obviously on social media, uh, we can be found there, whether Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and so forth. But it's been an honor to be with you today.
0: Absolutely, Dr. Pete. It's an honor and privilege for me to, to have you on our Fasting Transformation Summit. This is an incredible interview. And for those of you guys that are out there, I just want to leave you really with hope. Your body has this incredible dormant healing potential within you. So no matter what you may be struggling with, the power to heal is still within you. And fasting has the ability to help unlock that dormant healing potential. Fasting is safe, it's powerful, and it just might transform your life. So hopefully you got a lot out of today's interview and be sure to check out the entire Fasting Transformation Summit. And if you're inspired by this information, then uh, I would be honored if you consider owning it, purchasing it and owning it for yourself. So you can share it with others and resource all the bonuses, all the, the transcripts, all the interviews at any time. And especially I find that this information can be extraordinarily helpful if you are trying to do a fast. Actually listening to interviews like this will, will empower your spirit and help you overcome hurdles that, uh, that may have in the past derailed you. And so if you do that, we would be so honored and we'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed everybody.